tonight to you and, and believe it'll be a blessing to everybody. And uh, because everybody has gone through trials. Everybody's gone through situations. Um, everybody's situation isn't identical. But it's still the same devil <laughs> that's causing these uh, chaoses and things in our life. But I, I you know, as, as we've been um, ministering to individuals, and I'm not just talking about our church, but other individuals and people through the years, I've noticed one thing that what happens is they lose hope. And they can't see beyond the problem. They can't see beyond what's coming against them. And we've got to be able to see beyond that. We've got to look at the cross beyond that. And look what Jesus did for us. Yes. And we've, we've got to let our vision. Now the word vision, you know, it's, it's seen with our eyes. That's vision. And, but you know, you can, you can have good eyesight and still not have vision for the things of God. And not see clearly the things of God. We've got to have spiritual insight. Spiritual vision. I want to read a scripture in Mark, the 10th chapter. It's a very familiar portion of scripture there. Verse 46 through 52 actually. And it's talking about a man that got his vision restored. Physical vision. But look what happened. They came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples... And a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all that much more. But Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabbeinah, that I might receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you whole and made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Now, you know, we need to understand miracles are real. And miracles still happen today. I know with all the technology, with all the medical science, and I, I know, thank God, for the medical technology and the medical science and the, and the inroads they've made in medical history for people that have diseases and things. Listen, people are getting help with things that years ago they could never get help for. But now they've, they've, they've had breakthroughs, and they're getting it. But you know, the thing is, what the, the biggest breakthrough we need as believers is to get a spiritual breakthrough. Amen. A spiritual breakthrough, number one, with a relationship with the Lord Jesus. And then to see him for who he is. To see Jesus for who he is. I'm afraid that a lot of grown-ups even, all they see Jesus is is a Bible story character. <laughs> That's sad but true. A lot of the little kids, they, sometimes the kids see it bigger than the adults do. They grasp it faster and quicker. And they see that Jesus, the Son of God, came to do these things for us. 
and they can receive it. That's why I think Jesus said, come as a little child. Amen. And have that childlike faith. A childlike faith just believes. A childlike faith just reaches out and takes hold of it and believes. We, on the other hand, as adults many times, we, we decipher it and we try to scrutinize it and we try to figure it all out and we try to explain it to ourselves first so we can explain. No, we just need to receive it at face value. Jesus is Lord. Jesus died for us. Jesus bled for us. Jesus took the stripes on his back for us for healing and victory, and he's still the miracle. Amen. That's all God. All, that's all God. God don't require anything out of us. All we've got to do is see Jesus and understand. But miracles are real and they still happen. I believe that. We need miracles every day. And nothing is impossible with God. Amen. I think that, that those, those few words right there, the possibility that God has for us, we've lost sight of there's nothing impossible with God. God can do all things. God can do anything. And God does everything. <laughs> nothing is impossible with the Lord. It doesn't matter how long a situation or circumstance has been going on. It doesn't matter. You know, I've had people tell me, well, I've been going through this trial in my body for 15 years now. It doesn't matter how long we've been going through it. The, main, the thing is, what we've got to do is God is waiting for us to reach out like blind Bartimaeus did and reach out to the Lord and receive the miracle that God has. God still is the miracle worker. God still performs miracles. Amen. God still heals. God still does the impossible. Nothing's impossible with God to him that believes. And we've got to believe the Lord. So God's waiting for us to reach out like he did and receive the miracle. I love that old hymn. I don't know if you, I, I was I thought about trying to sing it, but uh, we might do it one day. Open my eyes, Lord, that I might see. Open my eyes that I can see. And, uh, you know, Clara Scott wrote that in 1895. Open my eyes, Lord, that I might see. Uh, and, and, you know, it's not the physical eyes that need to be opened so many times. It's our spiritual eyes. We need to, we need to see what God has done. We have to see it. See it spiritually. See it in our heart. We, we, we need to have that. How many of ever uh, received a revelation from God and all the time God trying to knock you on the head to put it in you, you know? And uh, But we just ignored it. But we've been trying to get it. We're trying to believe it. Then all of a sudden, a light turns on on the inside. Hey, <laughs> now I know. Now I understand. Now I can believe. Now I can receive. And this is what God's wanting us to do, is remember that God's waiting on us. But that, that, that old song, open my eyes that I might see, open my ears that I might hear. Voices of truth that you sing so clear. This is the word of the song. Open my heart and let me prepare. Love with your children now to share. Open our eyes, open our ears. Break open our hearts. If you have 
too, because today, if you hear God's voice, do not harden your heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Open my eyes, Lord. Open my eyes. Some say our inspiration for that song came from Psalms 119, 18, where David said, Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. David said that in Psalms 118. <clears throat> and verse, I mean, 119, verse 18. And they, they said this is where Claire Scott got the inspiration for the song. It's from that psalm. It's very possible. You know, a lot of people read the Word and they get a song. Words to come to it and, and they get that revelation in their heart. But open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. So what we need, we need restoration of spiritual insight. You know, I believe once we get restoration of our spiritual insight, we can receive restoration of physical insight. Once we get the, once we get the understanding and the revelation of what God has done for us, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're going to get what God wants us to. This is time to reassure. This is time right now for us in our time of crisis in this nation to reassure yes. our faith and do what? Believe. Believe. Reassure the faith and believe. This is a time to receive the supernatural. God's a supernatural God. You know, some people have the idea that, well, God can do this little thing, but this is a lot bigger, you know. And they feel like they've got to have a whole lot more faith for the bigger thing. It's not more faith. It's faith in a big God. Right. God is able and more than able to perform miracles for the small things as well as the medium things as well as the big things. There's no difference in his power to do it at all. God is able to do anything we need him to do. And we just need to reassure our faith and believe. And this is a time to, re to, uh, re uh, to, to uh, reassure our faith and to receive the supernatural. God's a supernatural God. Salvation is supernatural. I mean, sometimes we take it nonchalantly. Of course, some people, and I'm going to say this reverently, some people may not be born again. They may have just walked the aisle. And yes. confess some words. And not really got born again. Because if you're born again, you're going to see changes in the behavior, changes in their language, changes in their lifestyle. If you really believed and come to the Lord. And this is why I say that. But, and, and, but we need to receive uh, the, the supernatural. Because this is a time of God's miracles. Listen, we're living in a time of Miracle time. In our generation that we're in, with all the problems in this world, with all this happening in our nation, it's not just in our nation, but around the world. This is a worldwide thing that's going on, by the way. It's not just something for just that America's going through. The, the devil hates anything good. The devil hates anything righteous. The devil hates anything or anybody that professes God. Yeah. And listen, there's a lot of Christians in all of the countries around this world. There's Christians. There's Christians in all of these communist countries. There's Christians. Mm -hmm. There's even some Christians even in the political realm of those countries. they got to kind of keep it quiet a little bit because they won't get too far. But you know, God places people precisely where he wants them. But they're there. But you see, the thing is, we need to just get a revelation 
like God sees it. And we need to receive, this is a time to know God's ability. And this is a time to continue to walk in faith. No time to back up. No time to sit down. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's only time to go forward and believe God for more and more. There's three things that happen to us when we don't have the vision or we lack vision in our life. There's three things I want to share with you. Number one, it will rob us of our blessings. If we don't see and if we, have, if we lack vision in seeing what God's done, it'll rob you of blessings and leave you in a perpetual state of need all the time. Because we don't receive it. We don't receive it. We don't see it. We don't receive it if we don't have the vision or that revelation that God wants us to have. That's why when I first started preaching, I had preachers that surrounded me that God put me in contact with. Brother Osteen was one of them. John Osteen said, Brother Clarence, he said, always preach the word. Preach the word. Mm -hmm. The word is what's going to change the situation. Mm -hmm. Preach the word. My daddy always told me, he said, son, he said, always get a now word. A now word for people. A now word is what you need right now. Have you, have, have you ever come to church and you needed a now word? And God uses it. Maybe it's from the preacher. It may just be from somebody talking to you. Mm -hmm. But you get that now word. We need that now word. And my, my dad always says, always have the word or word from God. That's a now word that will encourage and lead them to victory. Listen, God's interested in us coming out of the bondage and into victory. Out of sickness into health. Out of poverty into wealth. I mean, God, and when I say wealth, you know, I, don't be ashamed if God blesses you financially. Don't be ashamed if God blesses you with abundance. Because if God gives you abundance, he trusts you. And he's put it in your hands for the glory of God and for the things of God. So let God do it. But the thing, when we don't have vision, it robs us of blessings. And we're always in a perpetual state of need all the time when this happens. And a lot of Christians go through life having a handout mentality. And I say handout mentality. I don't mean that it always has to be for material things or, or things like that. But we can have a handout mentality. I need you to come over and pray for me. I can't reach God. Will you come pray for me? No. Listen, yeah, we're going to come pray for you. But we need to learn, get our vision enlarged. And realize God hears your prayers also. God knows the cries of his children's heart. And he knows that cry. And he'll come and give it to us. But like Bartimaeus, they live off the little that they receive from others, you know. You, you know, some people live off of sympathy. Some people live off of, somebody said, poor sister so-and-so, poor brother so-and-so. You know, and they live off that. They thrive on that. But I, I don't want that. I, I want to be able to stand up and know my God and know he's with me and know the power and the ability of God in me. And this is what God wants us to see tonight. Get our vision restored so we can see it. And like more mess, uh, you know, they constantly look to people to provide for their needs. And now he was looking for people to provide for his needs physically, as well as, um, I guess, moral support. But the thing is, we, we got to understand that God's going to bring us to a place 
that he will prosper us even as our souls prosper. Now, that word prosper, a lot of people take that one word and they say, well, that's money, 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 money. Well, God wants to bless your money, too. God said he'll supply all our need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm not ashamed of being blessed. I'm not ashamed of having more than enough. I'm not ashamed of God blessing me abundantly. I've, I've never walked away from a blessing. You know what? I preach, I preach in places where they didn't have a lot to give, you know. And you know what? I received it. And they said, Brother, we, we've, we've had preachers to snub their nose and say, Well, we'll never come back here. And I said, Why? I'm going to come back. Because you know why? The Word is going to help you. The Word is going to get in your heart. And you're going to be blessed. And when I come back, I'll be blessed more. Hallelujah. Why? Because the Word does it. It's a relationship with the Lord. And their eyes have to be open to what God sees. Amen? Now, and God wants to bless us so we can be a blessing anyway. Amen? We want to be a blessing. How many wants to be a blessing? I want to be a blessing. I want to be a blessing. But number two, it will keep us out of God's plan and purposes when you don't see like God sees. You have the vision of God. It will keep you out of God's plan and purpose and cause you to miss the move of God. Hmm. I tell you what, I don't want to miss what God's doing. I, that's why it's important to be in the will of God. Pat and I are in the will of God. We, we don't have any doubt whatsoever that we're not in the will of God. We're in the will of God because God spoke to our hearts. God gave her a vision. We saw the vision. She saw the vision. She relayed it to me. And I'd already felt the same thing that God wanted us to do the will of God. We knew, listen, we could have went a lot of places. Could have been in a lot of states. <laughs> we could have been different work, different places. But you know, God said, no. Go. And we're here. And I believe that God's going to honor that. And I believe that in spite of it all, we're going to see the results of the Word of God Hallelujah. that's going to produce yes, and multiply in the hearts of people. Amen. And that's what it's all about. Amen. Amen. And we're going to see God do what He said He would do. But, it'll, but if you don't see it, if you lack vision, you're, you're going to, you're going to, it'll keep you out of God's plan and purpose. And it'll cause you to miss the move of God. Hmm. God's got to move for us. Amen. Bartimaeus was on the side of the road. His blindness had completely immobilized him. He was there all by himself, alone. He went through the motions every day, but there's no movement. Life just passed him by. But God is on the move. How many glad God's on the move tonight? Amen. He's on the move. We have to ride the wave of His Spirit. He's anointed us to act, and He's given us the unction to function in His kingdom. <laughs> I like that. I took that from somebody else, by the way. But He gave us the unction to function. Amen. I've got an unction from God to please God. Someone asked me one time, they said, how do you preach on Facebook and there's no people? Well, I said, we've got people. But I, don't, but I, I have preached on radio for so long, I realize that there's people listening. Mm -hmm. They're listening. And in, in this situation, they're watching and listening. There's a lot of people watching and listening. And some of you know what I'm talking about. And some of you is going to get your vision restored so you'll hook up with the church. Amen. And you might as well be our church. Amen. But we just need to understand it'll keep you out of God's plan and purpose. And number three, it'll prevent you from seeing Jesus. And 
instead we see prom problems and limitations. See, when you don't have the vision of God, and that revelation knowledge of God, it's hearing what God says, it'll keep you from seeing Jesus. Right. See, Bartimaeus, he could have just sat there. And all the crowd just passed him by. But you know what? He didn't let, He began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. See, we got to get on this road to a miracle. He realized in verse 47 that Jesus was his miracle. Amen. A key to his miracle. He knew that Jesus was. Look what it said. And when he heard, when he heard. Now, what's the Bible say? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say it. Listen, he didn't just say Jesus of Nazareth. He said, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Mm -hmm. He got the revelation. He heard of Jesus of Nazareth. And even though he couldn't see physically, he could see spiritually. Hearing that it was Jesus, he pursued him. And this is what we've got to do. We've got to come to that place where we can see. And he knew his miracle. He knew his miracle had come his way. Listen, when we come to the house of the Lord, we need to know when we walk in that door that we are coming for a miracle. Right. Whatever miracle is needed. It could be spiritual, physical, emotional, you know, financial, whatever it might be. God is our miracle. Mm -hmm. And we have to come expecting to see what God's going to do and, and, and seize that opportunity. That's what, that's what he did. That's what Bartimaeus He seized the moment of opportunity. Listen, you're in the house of God. Is there any sick among you? Let them call for the elders of the church. Let them anoint them with oil and pray the prayer of faith. There's nothing wrong. I've been interrupted in services before. Somebody came up and said, Brother Clarence, I'm sorry, but I can't wait no longer. This pain is just, it, it, it's just enormous, and I cannot stand it. I came for a touch. And you know what? We stopped what we do, and we prayed for them, and God healed them. Then we went right back to preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because the word is important also. Amen. Amen. Now look, he, he began to cry out when he when he, he he began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He recognized Jesus as the Messiah. We gotta recognize Jesus as the healer, the provider, the Lord, the protector. He he is the one. Jesus is the one. Yes, he's the only one. That's what the song said. Yeah. He's the only one. And, uh, you know, he knew the Messiah from Isaiah, the prophets. He had probably heard someone reading and talking about this. And he knew that when he came by, he recognized him. And he was foretold by Isaiah uh, to be the one who would open blinded eyes. Isaiah even mentioned that. He would open the blinded eyes. And he also made the spiritual connection and cried out in faith to the Lord. And the thing is, he could not be distracted. Bartimaeus could not be distracted. <laughs> Sometimes we let people talk us out of a blessing. We let people talk us out of a miracle. We let people talk us out of a healing. We let people talk us out of just victory. All the way around. The joy and the peace that's ours. But you know what? He could not be distracted. A lot of them were saying, hey, quiet down, man. This is Jesus. Quiet down. You don't want to make a, a big scene here. You know. No, the Bible said he got much louder. He cried that much more. He couldn't be discouraged. <laughs> you got to want your miracle. 
you want, you've got to want what God wants you to have in, 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 in spite of all the distractions and in the face of discouragement. Because I'll tell you something, there's a lot of times people will not encourage you to go forward and get your miracle. Why? Because many times they didn't get their miracle. So they're not going to be encouragement to you. What we've got to do is realize that Jesus is Lord. And God is wanting to do what he said he would do. He couldn't be discouraged. He cried that much more. And uh, uh, he, he cast away every hindrance. He cast things off of him that would be him. What did the Bible say in verse 50? He cast his garment aside. Mm -hmm. That garment symbolized who he was. That garment let people know he was a blind beggar. The, that, that garment was... Uh, was a significant thing to him. And it, it identified him for who he was. But the Bible said when he heard Jesus, he cast aside his garment. That garment that, that tagged him as a blind beggar. He cast it aside. We, we've got to be able to just cast all those things off of us and say, Lord, I'm going to come forward. I'm going to receive what I need in the spirit realm. You got to come forward. Listen, you can get it anywhere you are. You just got to recognize Jesus. But I tell you what, I want people to be able to recognize the Lord in here, Amen. in our auditorium when they come in. I want them to sense God. I want them to sense the anointing of God. And I think we've got some of the most anointed singers in the world, and anointed musicians. This organ over here is anointed of God, Sister Claudia. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And we, we, we're just, you know, I praise God for that because it's important. And he recognized, and he cast his garment aside, and uh, he, didn't, he, he didn't want nothing to slow him down. I don't know about you, but I don't want nothing to stop me and hinder me. Amen? <laughs> Why? He verbalized his need. Lord, that I might receive my sight. Jesus said, what do you want? Lord, that I might receive my sight. He, he knew what he wanted. I must tell Jesus. That's another old song. I must tell Jesus all of my problems, whatever it is. Amen. But we got to tell Jesus. Most of us won't tell everybody else. Mm -hmm. Keep that phone line hot, telling everybody all your problems. They can't help you. <laughs> Jesus is the help. We must tell Jesus everything. And the Bible said, after he received his sight, he followed the Lord. Now, a lot of times I've known people that get healed and victorious and delivered, and then they don't go through this final stage following Jesus. We have to follow the Lord in everything that we do. But listen, every blessing, every miracle in our lives is for the purpose of making Jesus the master of our lives. Everything that he does is for us. Just like the little lady with the issue of blood. She pressed through the crowd and said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole." Why? She had vision restored to her. Revelation knowledge that Jesus was the healer. And then all she had to do, well, she didn't have to make no big scene. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. Mm -hmm. But you see, the thing is, Jesus, he felt the anointing flow from his body when she touched that garment. All the people were thronging against him, touching him, but he stopped. Who touched me? <laughs> Who touched me? And this little woman acknowledged it. It was her. He said, I hadn't seen this kind of faith. Get up. 
you're healed. <laughs> you're healed. And God is that way with us today. With the, we got we got to, you know, if we come into Christ, we, we've got to cast away our self-sufficiency, our conceit, cast it all off, free ourselves from every weight, free ourselves from every sin, anything that would beset us and hinder us from going forward. I mean, let's just get rid of it all. Amen? But we've got to have, uh, like that little lady, and like the man that was lowered down through the roof by his friends. Remember that story? They had to remove the tile. And the, the place was so packed where Jesus was. The, the place was so packed they couldn't even get everybody in. And what they do, they moved the tile off the roof and lowered him right down in front of Jesus. That took faith. That took determination. It took determination. And we got there's a persistence in receiving your blessing. you got to be persistent. You got to be persistent. I've been accused of being persistent sometimes. That's okay. That's a good quality to have. Be persistent. Be persistent. Get what you're going after, and make sure that number one is the right thing you're going after, and make sure you're doing it in the things of the Lord. But don't give up. Don't quit. Well, why are we going to quit? We're almost there. Amen. Got to keep on keeping on. Remember that old saying: Keep on keeping on. Just got to keep on keeping on. And you know what? We may just be one step from our miracle. One step. Just one thing. Vision, and I'm talking about spiritual vision, is the ability to see what others cannot see. It's faith to believe what others will not believe for. That this is what spiritual vision is. It's courage to do what others say can't be done. I tell you what, a, a person of faith, a person of faith in God, in what Jesus did, and who he is, he's Lord over everything. He defeated the devil. And we've got to understand, we've got to believe. We've got to believe. What others will not courage to do, what others say can't be done. We've just got to believe it. Don't give up. Don't quit. Keep on. Keep it on. You remember that old saying? Keep on. Keep it on. Do what God says to do. The courage of vision is this. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen? Amen. The courage of vision is to say, Lord, if that's you, let me come walk on the water like you. See, we got to have courage with this. And then we got to have, to, to, as for me and my house, we're going to serve God. Right. As for me, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to believe God. I'm not going to put my life in the hands of unbelievers. I'm going to put my life in the hands of an almighty God that's already proved himself. And yeah. Jesus, who's already proved himself, he raised from the dead. He's Lord over the devil. He has defeated the devil, took all the keys from the devil, and given them to us. Courage of vision is to say this. If God be for us, who can be against us? That's what vision is. If God be for me, who can be against me? The courage of vision is to say the trials of this life are not worthy to be compared with the next life. That's what vision is. You got to see beyond this life. You got to see beyond your problem. You got to see the light beyond the circumstance. 
you got to see beyond what's going on right now yeah. and look in faith and see what God says. Right. Jesus is Lord. Right. Amen. We need restored that's vision true. tonight. We need restored vision. Father, we're going to pray for everybody that's been watching this program tonight. Those that's here with us, Lord, in the auditorium, we're, we're believing right now, God, that you're restoring their spiritual vision. Lord, you're restoring their spiritual vision so that they can see. They can see. They can see and believe and act upon the Word of God and receive the promise and receive the fulfillment of the Word in their lives. And Father, the manifestation of miracles, healings, restoration in their bodies. Father, we're, we're, we're believing that it's done. But Lord, before they can receive all that, restore their spiritual vision so they can see by faith and see by the revelation word of who you are and what you've done. God, so that they can receive all that you said is there. In Jesus' name, we just praise you for it, Lord. And we just give you glory for it. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Amen. I, I, I don't know about you, but I believe what God says. I just believe what the Lord says. There's an old song. We won't sing all the verses, but it's in the chorus. Don't lose your vision of Jesus. Keep your eyes ever. 
this just to do something. And I felt in my spirit that there's at least one person out there that's watching my Facebook Live right now. There may be some others, but you're desperate. It seems like that the answer just isn't manifested. It seems like you've tried to do everything. You've tried to do what people have instructed you to do, but it seems like it's to no avail. But tonight I want you to know one thing. Jesus, the master of everything, the Lord of everything, the one that defeated the devil and took all the punishment for our sins and also made a way for total healing physically, emotionally, and spiritually in our lives. We're going to believe God with you, and I'm going to speak the word, and we're going to believe that God's doing something for you right now. And I want you to contact us by phone, by Facebook, message, however you want to do it. Better than that, just come in here live and explain it and just give a great testimony. Father, we just thank you right now. We declare it done. We declare that miracle. We declare that supernatural miracle, Lord, that they need. Lord, whatever it is, we believe that you're doing something physical, supernaturally, in people's bodies right now. God has been battling things. We can't get the victory. God, we don't have to go out of this life with it. We can go out whole in Jesus' name. God, we declare it done. We declare it done. Satan, you're bound. You're bound in the name of Jesus. And Jesus Christ defeated you 2,000 years ago when he hung on the cross and took the beating and by the stripes we were healed. We declare it done in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Well, Lord, I receive. I just receive it from the Lord. I receive. All things are possible.